Welcome to this very special episode of the OVW Podcast. My name is Jack Minotes. I'm joined today, as always, by my co-host, Brian Hines. Greetings, folks. And when sometimes every once in a while something important comes up, we got to jump on mic really quickly. This is one of the least few things that we ever had uh, expected to happen. Yes. Um, we are joined today by OVW CEO Ed Payer. Ed, how are you? I'm doing very well, you guys. Uh, we're doing great. We, Fantastic. We, uh, to be honest, you you reached out to us, and, and we were a little afraid to have you on because there's no way we thought this could be good news. But we're glad to, <laughs> we're glad we're glad to have you joining us here on uh, on the podcast today. Um, let's uh, let's start at the beginning, if you don't mind. How did you? Uh, what's your experience like with wrestling, either as a fan or professionally? Uh, I think I'm just your casual wrestling fan. I mean, I was a WWE fan, or growing up during the Hogan days and the mm-hmm. Warrior days and then kind of you know lost track a while came back during sure. the Stone Cold period which was the you know DX Stone Cold you know the sure. Attitude Era then I kind of disappeared for a while I mean just got involved in business and then you know uh, my brother-in-law is a pretty big wrestling fan and you know he brings me to what I call the house shows when we're somewhere and then you know happened to watch the wrestler series and right. kind of got hooked did you know? Did you know that you wanted to be involved with OVW as quickly as possible after you saw wrestlers on Netflix? After the sixth episode, I messaged one of my business partners that um, you know runs our kind of social media companies here, and I said, mm-hmm. "Is there a business? Can we help them?" And when we started running the analytics of that, he says, "He said, dude, that's a gold mine." And I said, uh, "I said, Matt Jones, a message on Twitter mm-hmm. that exact night." What uh, what was it, if you don't mind me asking, what was it about OVW that you felt the need to jump in and help? I think the storylines, I think that I didn't know um, really how, you know, let's call it the B leagues of the of the wrestling mm-hmm. here without being in the top tier here, how it functioned and how, you know, how some of them are, you know, you look at guys like Cashflow and, and things like that have been giving their all for... You decades. Know, virtually not a whole lot of decades and not a whole lot of money here and still wanted to have their dreams come true and and then i saw the struggle i was a big fan of al snow and seeing mm-hmm. you know what he's you know being going through i said you know what i said we own a uh, you know a venture capital group and i was kind of like i think we can help these guys you know i think that this could be a project that you know we could really shape and mold and kind of give them the tools and the resources that they've been lacking. So when, do you mind if I ask what time, because it hasn't been very long. It's only been a few months since you've been uh, officially with OVW. Yeah, it's been close to three months, maybe close to, yeah, three months. I, I think a month after the show came out on Netflix, around October. Uh, sorry if I don't have the date exactly here, guys, but around that time, yes. And in that amount of time, your influence has been very obvious. Uh, OVW Davis Arena looks better than it ever has. The show looks better than it ever has. The crowds are hotter than they ever have been. What's it like to kind of come into OVW at this time where they had built a lot of momentum for yourself or for themselves, but you see and you think you have the ability to take them to that next level or even the next level beyond the next level? What's it like to be um, a part of this team right now? I think for me, it's... um you know, it, it, it's brought me personal joy um, seeing how welcome everybody has been. I mean, this is a team of, 
close to 60 people here, you know, including our talent mm-hmm. and just being able to give them a platform and some resources to really excel. I mean, the changes we've made in the arena, the change we're making on our production, the whole renovations we've done, the production room, bringing in some, you know, uh, bigger talent, mm-hmm. you know, um, that we, we have done. You have seen bringing in Mick Foley, bringing Mickey James full time on board with us and a few more people are going to be joining us shortly. You know, I can't Good to know. divulge all this information, but just, you know, keep it growing. I think we're just scratching the surface and, you know, we're having close to 30,000 people on a weekly basis watching our shows right now. And, and, it, and it's only growing. I mean, we're looking at the numbers and it's just very exciting. I think everybody's just kind of pumped of continuing and improving um, this, this, I think this, I honestly think this, you know, untapped potential that we have uh, inside of OVW here. Can you, this is a little off the base of wrestling. Can you kind of define in your viewpoint or in your words, what venture capitalism is? Well, for me, for me, that one of the reasons that I decided to do a venture capital is that we're a group of people that kind of pooled their money together to help other businesses that may not have the resources mm-hmm. or the knowledge or the technical expertise to grow. I mean, they have a business, they're doing okay, they're struggling, but they're lacking the either the leadership, they're lacking some financial resource or some, you know, specialties, you know, you know, social media, um, you know, marketing, things mm-hmm. like that. And that's why we created this group. So for me, it felt right into when I said to my business partners, the guys were buying a wrestling promotion. They all kind of looked at me and, and I said, trust me, guys. And it, it's been it's been going very well. Um, can you can you maybe give some insight into what the national level of wrestling looks like right now from a business perspective? Because it seems like if you rewind five years ago when there's only one company on television, now there's a couple, there seems to be more being uh, kind of working their way onto major television. And now that's letting guys like what you do at OVW, the independent level, that's letting you guys really thrive as well. A hundred percent. I think, you know, we're not going to hide ourselves that the cream of the crop is definitely WWE, mm-hmm. you know, with, with what they've been achieving through, you know, all their, you know, existence. Then we have AEW, you know, doing their own thing uh, a bit differently from WWE. And then after that, I mean, yes, definitely that, you know, TNA, you know, slash impact here, you know, has been on the scene. But I mean, I, I don't think that they're, you know, other than a little bit more financial resources and having, you know, a, a grander stage, I don't, I, I don't think they're really any different than us. I mean, you know, the, the product that Al Snow's been putting out there, you mm-hmm. know, the storylines and things like that, I, I, I'll put it up there, you know, very high um, with what he's trying to achieve and, 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 and how we're, how he's directing kind of the flow and everything like that. Not too many um, promotions right now are doing that other than mm. just putting matches on. You well, know? Um, I, I, I'm sorry. Go ahead. No, no. Um, I wanted to say that it's really nice to hear you acknowledge that. Um, anytime that new money or outside interest moves into wrestling as a fan, you you start to be a little scared. Yeah, it's worrisome. Um, but it sounds like from your point of view, you knew how good OVW was and you didn't want to come in and change anything about that, what they were doing right. You just wanted to give them the resources to be able to do what they were doing right on the biggest, highest possible level. Yeah, that's right. I mean, trust me, I speak to Al twice a day, sometimes three times a day. We, sh- we share, 
um, ideas and, and, and how to improve, you know, on the production, on how to, you know, I've I, I brought in a few talents. I mean, um, Yema from Puerto Rico is somebody that I, I, I brought in. And, Thank you. You know, so, so <laughs> yes. If, Thank if you. I can, you no, know, you know, if I can bring in a few different talent to bolster our, our talent, um, you know, me and Al discuss and, you know, we talk to um, some of the agents and see what they think of where we're lacking. Um, but for me, it's status quo. We always got to be growing, right? Um, mm-hmm. I mean, I want everybody to feel like we're trying to improve the roster. We're trying to always, always be better, right? Always strive for somewhere better. And, and you know, we have some of our talents right now that are, you know, getting a lot more bookings, a lot mm-hmm. more shows. I mean, um you know, uh, Layla has been more on AEW lately, and That's you know, true. so yes. so it, it, and, and and it's good. I'm super happy um, for for her and, and and other people that are you know suddenly getting the recognition, able to make a little bit better living here because you know they they all deserve it. I'm nothing but happy about that. A uh, couple of couple of things. Um, seriously, Hema is like my new favorite wrestler on the entire roster. I talk about her on the show all the time. If I I say it. If you guys haven't watched her, to our listeners, go watch her. She's awesome. Go to Davis Arena and see her. She's going to steal the show. The brightest rising star in the female division. So thank you. Seriously, seriously, thank you. If you had anything to do with her coming in, you you made a great, great decision, um, man, for real. Second thing is, I've heard you say this in other places, but I wanted to hear you say it on our airwaves here. Um, What you do at OVW is only there to serve the greater uh, OVW. You're not coming in and making decisions uh, as far as booking. You know, you're not coming in and doing any of those type of things. I've heard you say that other places, but I want you to say it here and let our audience know that you're just there for the longevity of OVW. A hundred percent. You're a hundred percent correct. I'll be honest. I don't even know who's going to win a match. Mm-hmm. I didn't even know what's going to happen on the Rumble. I don't even know where the storyline is getting. Is is Tony Gunn going to keep the title or lose the title or it says i i i am a fan i i do not want to partake in any wrestling decisions um especially on the storyline because i want to be able to watch it on thursday night just like you guys are wondering what's happening spoken like because a true fan that's awesome and, and it's and it's it's just like watching any sport and you know the score and you're gonna watch it on pvr but you know what's gonna happen it just takes the passion out of it and for me yeah um i don't want to do that am i getting involved a bit on the technical side with you know improving our production uh, you know graphics and things like that and providing resources yes but when it comes to the wrestling side i mean i mean we have one of the best in the industries right now al snow and then you know we have mickey james that's going to come and help us too and i mean we have doug basham i mean who am i to interfere in any wrestling day-to-day decisions here i mean you know it, it, it wouldn't be right and you know, we have a good group of people right now. I would say the locker room is probably at its highest, um, you know, peak right now. Everybody's, you know. I think that's no, obvious. There, yeah. There, there's there's no jealousy. There's no infighting or whatever you might want to call that, like, you know, the locker room banter. And everybody is focused and really wanting to grow. And I think I think it shows. I think it shows in the product here. Oh, I think that's very, I think that's very, very, very obvious. Uh, OVW has always been a tight brotherhood um, and sisterhood. Uh, but there is something very special from a fan's perspective, watching the performers every week and then what they have with their audience and what they have with people like you who see, you know, you didn't know OVW really before you watched it. And you were so moved by these people that you wanted to uh, become involved in it in a very, very intimate way. 
Yes, a hundred. Like you're, you, you couldn't even. You know, it's my second family. You know, I have five different businesses. I have tons of employees, and 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 when I'm not at the arena or I'm not part of it, it's kind of like I feel kind of empty sometimes because I'm kind of like, okay, what's next? What do we got to do? Uh, where are we going? You know, um, you know. Right now, we just. You know, we just made an announcement today that we're putting out a season pass here, and so people can purchase, you know, all um, all Thursday shows at, at once and get guaranteed seating because we're, you know, we're selling out. I mean, we're, mm-hmm. uh, you know, there's a lot of new. We're we're coming out with a subscription base on YouTube that all the shows are going to be there, all the pay per views and from the past are going to be there, so people can pay. There'll be three different tiers to try to monetize a bit to, sure. you know, try to. You know, generate a bit more revenues. Um, you know, there's there, there's a few more surprises that are uh, going to um, to come, as in that you know, right now we have one weekly show. Um, I can say by probably the next two months, you'll probably see three, four weekly shows appear uh, on our uh, on our platforms here. Wow. With, uh, wow. You know, with with you know, Overdrive is going to be coming back probably on Tuesdays. And then we're probably going to have, uh, uh, you know, um, some sort of podcast group coming on, um, including probably you guys as, a, as guests once in a while to, you know, really, really get the fan engagement. Because for me, it's um, what you guys do is for me is is the true calling of a fan. And, mm-hmm. and, and that's why I reached out to you guys, because I was kind of like, I want to know these guys and I want to work with these guys. Well, we 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 were all a little um, blown away whenever I think we all independently Googled to make sure a that it was actually you and that <laughs> it was like a real account. It wasn't just like we could we really yeah, could not. Guilty. But in in a in a the last year eight months of this thing has been a lot of surprises. Getting a, uh, an inbox message from the CEO of the whole damn thing was amongst the biggest surprises. Um, so we really we really appreciate you coming on and thinking of us and we appreciate all of the things that you have planned for OVW. It sounds like not only is it going to be easier for OVW fans to access OVW at home, it's going to be easier for them to go to the Davis arena and enjoy events at the Davis arena. Um, and it just seems like it's going to be good for everyone involved, fans, wrestlers, business owners, everyone involved. You know, I think, I think it's, I think it's a team effort from, from, OVW from the fans, from the from the, the people that retweet and follow us on social media, from the people that are going to encourage us on the tour that we're about to start. I mean, I think we're going to Manchester at the end of February. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. We have something like about 12 more tour dates, maybe a little bit more in the surrounding cities as in Indianapolis, you know, Chicago, Cincinnati. Uh, stay tuned. And, and, and ultimately, we need the whole family to work together to be able to continue and grow this because, you know, it just can't be a one man operation here. And, uh, you know, we have a lot of support behind us. And, you know, I, I, I want to be able to deliver and make sure that everybody sees really what this company is all about. So, Ed, on the way out here, sometimes whenever I find out something that I think is interesting about people, I like to bring it up on the show, especially here in an interview. What, how does one get involved in playground sales? <laughs> I say it's, 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 it's funny you mentioned that. It's, I, I started off, um, you know, I've had a few businesses during my course, but I, I, started, I met a gentleman that had a playground company, and I went for a sales guy in the playground company and, you know, sold for multiple millions of dollars of equipment, started my own company, 
grew it, scale it, sold it. Um, still, still work in that industry is, is one of my main businesses. Um, but it's all about passion and fun and play. I mean, you know, wrestling is a type of play, and um, you know, we we sometimes we don't play enough in um, in in the world here. We yeah. we we always follow the the Twitter feeds and all the, the, the news and all the nonsense going on in the world. So I, sometimes when you come back to play, so I've always said that I sell fun, I sell fun and I sell, you know, um, you know, some sort of passion and engagement. And I think OVW fits right in there also. Ed, uh, I couldn't, I, I really couldn't have asked for a better and uh, a better answer to that question. That was really awesome. Um, I do want to ask you one thing off mic here after I let you go, if you don't mind to stay on the phone really quick. Uh, but I am yes. going to going to go ahead and wrap this up here. Um, Ed, thank you so much for joining us. CEO of OVW, playground uh, salesman extraordinaire, all around seemingly great guy. Thanks for joining us this afternoon. Thank you.